Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The hottest day they've ever had in, pick a state, Oklahoma, was August 12th, 1936. The hottest day they ever had in Kansas ever in its history July 1936. Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, a bunch of other states. Hottest days they ever had, ever, happened in the 30s. I thought that was pretty uh, brave, bold, and honest of the Washington Post to do this article yesterday about how freaking hot it was during the Dust Bowl and how in a, you know 80 years or whatever that is, those, those records have not been broken. Every once in a while, it gets super, super, super hot. They're not denying climate change yeah. or anything, any of that stuff. But um, if you're watching the news without that context, you would be under the impression that it's never been this hot ever. Well, and just the the whole every single thing that happens is proof of climate change. It's just tiresome. Even if climate climate change is 100% real in the way they're describing it, it's tiresome. Everything isn't because of climate change. The weather goes up and down all the time. Yeah, my favorite one I mentioned last week was I, they showed on the news there was a, a, a door cam thing, ringer thing, that caught a UPS guy passing out on a porch. Well, I don't know what the hell that guy was up to. He might have drank till 2 in the morning last night. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't use the UPS guy passing out as proof of climate change. <laughs> so let's stop using gas-powered cars. Well, I don't know if this is the singularity or AI taking over or what, but it's begun in chilling fashion, whatever it is. A chess robot has attacked its seven-year-old opponent and broken his finger. That's right. The chess robot attempting to start the bot revolution attacked a young lad. Details to follow. Barbaric. So not being, stay with us. Not being better at chess was, was enough. 
being better than chess was not enough. There's the right word wording. Um, you have to physically attack your opponents. Now, I knew this was going to happen. Right, right. The robots have achieved the human levels of cruelty and vengeance. So stay tuned for the details there. It's actually, well, it's pretty interesting. So, uh, excuse me for a moment. Oh, we didn't mention break. We didn't mention our headline of the day. Joe's dying. I am not. Well, we're all dying slowly. I'm hoping to last for a while. I have the COVID. Confirmed uh, the Chinese bat fever. Chairman Xi's bat flu has afflicted me. I've been quite ill over the weekend, but but just kind of in that I feel like crap ill, not scary sick. Is this the first time you've had it? I don't know. Judy had it uh, a while ago, confirmed. In January, actually. It was longer well, ago you, than I thought. Then you had it. It's impossible you live with someone who had it and you didn't get it. Not true. I was just reading about this. I can't remember the specific percentages of people in a household with a confirmed case that get it, but it's far below 100%. Well, it's okay. Never, always, these are exaggerations, but i got to believe the vast majority of the time, if someone in your household has it, you get it. Are you telling no, me it's no, less than half of the time? No, no, but I, as I recall, it was around 60% of the time, 50, 60. Really? In that, that range. Sucks. I was shocked at how low it was. Okay. Yeah. I'm going with data and not just knee-jerk guesses like yourself. Of course, that, that data would have to be on the previous variants because you, there's no way you have da- data on the new Omicron BA5 because it's too new. That's a good point there. I concede it. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I got the bad fever. I had quite the fever over the the weekend. Uh, I was sweating like just a New York waiter uh, earlier this morning, and I, I checked my temperature, and it's down. It's not normal, but it's down anyway. We, why did we stop using that catchphrase of ours that we used for a while? We are all dying slowly from time. (laughs) (laughs) Too dark during these COVID uh, days, I guess. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, before we took a break at the top of the hour, uh, we were talking about LA Unified's uh, training programs where they are trying to eliminate the gender binary. They are teaching radical gender theory to the teachers and administrators and kids. There's no such thing as a boy. There's no such thing as a girl. You can be anything you say you are. Use the pronouns they, z, tree, or whatever makes you feel good, and you're supposed to make your classroom. This is a quote from the training materials. Make your classroom queer all school year. Not teaching reading and writing. You're teaching that at L.A. Unified Schools. Mentioned before we took a break that administrators warn teachers they might have to work against the families of their minority students, especially black students, regarding sexuality. And I quote from the training material. The black community often holds rigid and traditional views of sexual orientation and gender expression. Black LGBTQ youth experience homophobia and transphobia from their familial communities. I have another story from, I believe, the San Francisco Chronicle, in which a school board member said the real challenge we have with black students is has to do with the amount of support they get at home. That was blasted as de facto racist in the headline and in the text of the story in the Chronicle to even say we have a challenge with academic support among our black families was decried as full-blown racism. And yet this gets the, pa- gets the pass. Those people are, you people are such hypocrites. I had to call out the, who was the journalist in the Chronicle? Um, yeah, here it is. 
by Jill Tucker after making racist statement, SF school board member apologizes. She uh, said the biggest challenge in educating black and brown students was their, quote, unstable family environments and lack of parental encouragement to focus on learning. So that is just flaming racism. Okay. All right. Moving along. Uh, Finally, L.A. Unified has gone gone all in on trans-affirming programming. The Human Relations, Diversity, and Equity Department has flooded the district with teaching materials, including, for example, videos from the consulting firm, get this, Woke Kindergarten, encouraging five-year-olds to experiment with gender pronouns, such as they, G, Z, and tree, and to adopt non-binary gender identities that feel good to you. The district requires teachers to use a student's desired name and pronoun and keep the student's gender identity a secret from parents if the student so desires. In other words, L.A. public schools can facilitate a child's transition from one gender to another without notifying parents. And the district is far from neutral. This is from Chris Rufo. It actively celebrates sexual identities such as pansexual, sexually fluid, queer, same-gender loving, and asexual. And gender. Can you imagine... Teaching a five, six, seven year old about your sexuality? They don't have the slight have they couldn't possibly have the slightest idea what you're talking about. No, no. But they're not not. trying to teach, they're trying to indoctrinate. Let's see, and they're teaching gender identities such as transgender, genderqueer, agender, bigender, gender nonconforming, gender expansive, gender fluid, and two spirit. Unfreaking believable. What's what's partially shocking about this because it's all pretty shocking is uh how fast it's happening man things used to happen slower i know i know and as many people have pointed out the idea that a uh a 12 year old can make a permanent decision on what sex they ought to be but a 19 year old can't make a decision on taking out a student loan i feel like the come on I feel like the trans pronoun, all the different sort of stuff conversation is like if um, if we had gone from most of the country saying, I don't know who, anybody who's gay, and besides it's, besides it's a choice, to gay marriage like three days later. Yeah. As opposed to the long transition period of... You know, more and more celebrities. Rock Hudson was gay. What? No. You know, just, you know, all that stuff that happened over a couple of decades that got the country to where it was accepting both parties, uh, accepting, being willing to accept. Yeah. um, Both parties being willing to accept gay marriage, you know, by the time it got there. That was decades I feel like the trans thing is happening in like a week. Well, from the trans I've never thing, even heard of this. Careful. You got to be careful how you define that, though. What do you mean by the trans thing? Um, I feel like just even the from the beginning, the I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> to it, they're teaching it in kindergarten happened in like four days. It feels like right, and there's no such thing as men and women at all. I mean, so, that is radical stuff. So. Uh, the speed of it is shocking. I yeah, think. yeah, agreed. So uh, just to quickly, because we kind of glossed over it this segment, the college-educated woke people are telling the black kids, your parents are bigots, and you need to listen to teacher and not your parents, and nobody in the mainstream media seems to have any problem with that whatsoever. Nobody in the San Francisco Chronicle or the L.A. Times is writing about that. It's funny, they went crazy over the school board member. 
And then let me read you uh, Chris Rufo's summary here, his, his final uh, paragraph. The L.A. Unified School District governs the educational life of 600,000 children, the majority of whom are racial minorities from poor families. The implicit cynicism of the district's gender ideology programming is sickening. Highly educated, well-paid bureaucrats promoting fashionable academic programming that will do nothing to provide a basic education for these children or help them move up the economic and social ladder. It will only keep them trapped in a morass of confusion, fatalism, and resentment while the bureaucrats keep collecting their paychecks. That's some good stuff. Well, that is something. I know, it is insane. And this is not some radical teacher who gathered three of her colleagues around and said, hey, this is what I think. No, that's the official training that all the administrators and teachers in LA Unified are undergoing. You are required to teach this stuff. Good God, we have lost control. The the media, entertainment, and education, the mouthpieces of society have gone off the ideological deep end. I never thought I'd see anything like this. And what's it going to do to the teacher shortage? Oh, boy. The number of That's people quitting point. the profession. Uh, wow. And then, so I've got this story we'll do later so we don't do all school stuff, but uh, somebody writing in the, the Washington Post or New York Times, one of them, about various areas where you can't give anybody a grade less than 50% and teachers weighing in on what that's doing to the classroom for bad students and good students. The idea that even if you just don't do a paper at all, (laughs) ignore it completely, you get 50%, which the teachers are mandated to do in various areas of the country. Okay, so i got to pay off the uh, chest uh, machine attached to the little boy. And if you're looking for something sweet and life-affirming amid all the anger and confusion, giant study around the world about how parents talk to babies and how it doesn't matter what your culture is, what your language is, we all do it the same. Just like a little baby. That's right, Mr. President. That's fascinating. And we're getting lots of texts about the whole depression isn't about a lack of serotonin. So why are you trying to take a drug about serotonin? That's a confusing one, a study that came out over the weekend. More on that later. Stay with us. Here's my favorite maddening headline of the day. Don't click on this, people, because it just encourages the media to do this sort of thing. The headline is, Influencer claims she was kicked out of supermarket for being too hot. (laughs) Jeez. Please don't click on those stories. Well, (laughs) she was too hot. I have to see a picture of that. Don't click on that, or that's all we'll get, and we'll never get any stories about anything else. Boy, in the tease picture, she got a really big bosoms, and uh, she's like wearing a thong or something. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Please. So uh, I love the way that, you know what, first of all, this story would have been a hell of a lot more fun before Russia invaded Ukraine and oh, killed boy. the tens of thousands and the rest of it. But So our government uh, assessed yesterday that Russia now controls one-fifth of the country of Ukraine is in the hands of the Russians, like fully controls a fifth of their neighboring country. Yeah, And the yeah, world and, has uh, let that happen. And we can bring you up to date on that. But uh, So anyway, this story would have been more fun. A while back because it happened in Russia, but I love this, uh, the opening, the lead, if you will. 
Played by humans, chess is a game of strategic thinking, calm concentration, and patient intellectual endeavor. Violence does not usually come into it. The same, it seems, cannot always be said of machines. Yeah, rarely in chess is a seven-year-old attacked. Last week, according to Russian media outlets, a chess-playing robot, apparently unsettled by the quick responses of a seven-year-old boy, unceremoniously grabbed and broke his finger during a match at the Moscow Open. The robot that broke the child's finger, said the president of Moscow Chess Federation. This, of course, is bad. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> Not as bad as invading your neighbor and slaughtering tens of thousands. but uh, Okay, I was trying to think. So uh, I've, I've played computers on chess, but that's an online thing. So this is a computer the where that's got moving... Uh, it's a robot. Arms that actually move the pieces, physical pieces. Okay. Yeah, like this grabbed is the not kid's finger app. and snapped it because the kid, uh, you know, did something I didn't like. Video of the incident, published by somebody or other, shows the boy's finger being pinched by the robotic arm for several seconds before a woman followed by three men rush in, free him, and usher him away. Sergei Shmagin, vice president of the Russian Chess Federation, told Baza, that that's the news organization, the robot appeared to pounce after it took one of the boy's pieces. Rather than waiting for the machine to complete its move, the boy opted for a quick response. He said, there are certain safety rules, and the child apparently violated them. Oh, when he made his move, he did not realize he had to wait. This is an extremely rare case, the first I recall. Blaming the child here. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the child's finger was put in a plaster cast, didn't seem overly traumatized, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, then I knew there was more to this. According to one 2015 study, uh, Jack, they, they get into the fact that while robots are becoming more and more sophisticated, with the most modern models capable not just of interacting but actively cooperating with humans, most simply repeat the same basic actions. Uh, blah, blah. According to one 2015 study, one person is killed each year by an industrial robot in the U.S. alone. Of course, how many people are killed by coworkers? Good Other point. Stupidity, negligence, or anger. Uh, indeed, according to the U.S. Occupational Safety Administration, most occupational accidents since 2000 involving robot, robots have been fatalities. So if there's a mishap with a robot, it's probably going to kill somebody. Yeah. They, they crush people the f- a lot. Exactly. Crushings. The poor Robert Williams considered the first in 1979. 2015, a robot killed a 22-year-old contractor in VW. What they're just picking? They're just death picking here. But it happens. Well, the robots are out to get us. I think that's what I take from the data. And they're making exploratory kills to see how we react. Exactly. And/or child finger snappings. Uh, did you hear about Elon Musk cheating on one of the founders of Google, have, having sex with the dude's wife, and allegedly? The, I don't, he admits to it. I don't think. No, he doesn't. Alleged. He doesn't? No, he doesn't. There's been a twist. Oh, okay. I haven't heard the twist. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Do those SSRIs you're taking work on your depression? Well, they might, but not for the reason originally thought. We talked about that earlier, getting lots of response to that. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's due to get much, much worse and quickly. But we have the ability to stop temperatures from going up. If we got to true net zero, the temperatures on Earth would stop going up with a lag time of as little as three to five years, almost as if we flipped a switch. Okay, you recognize that voice. I don't care what he was just talking about. You recognize (laughs) the voice that is Al Gore? who lost a presidency by, like, 500 votes in 2000? (laughs) He was on one of the talk shows yesterday, and I haven't heard anybody say, hey, wait a second, why is Al Gore all of a sudden raising his head when we're about to have the biggest vacancy in the history of the Democratic Party? Whoa, 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 wait, what? And Google Al Gore's age, somebody. Alex, Michael, somebody, Google Al Gore. How old is he? He's He's not, certainly not as old as Biden. He's he was 74. pretty young. 74? Oh, too old. Well, I, I think he's too old, but he's not too old by Trump, Biden, Hillary Clinton, uh, Schumer, McConnell, Nancy Pelosi standards. Oof. Oof. <laughs> he's, they call him the kid. <laughs> exactly. What do you know? You haven't been around. Um, I thought, is Al Gore going to raise his now gray head, get his adductors rubbed, and uh, jump in throw his hat in the ring? Oh, that was unfair right there. I enjoyed it, but it was unfair. (laughs) Google it. Uh, A follow-up on a story from last week that Joe brought us, and these stories keep happening, right? Awful. God, I heard one over the weekend. There's one out of a... There's a couple out of the uh, L.A. area recently. Street person, uh, in this case, but person who's been arrested for violent things multiple times, let out, and then they do something horrific. These keep happening all over the country. They're heartbreaking when are we going to get our arms around it? Well, anyway, you had this one. Uh, Joe brought us a story last week of this guy who ran up on stage and attacked a candidate for governor in New York. Stabbed the dude. 
So it's an attempted assassination, assassination of a gubernatorial candidate in New York. And the guy was let out hours later. Well, the feds came down on the guy over the weekend and arrested him. I think it was a... This is getting too much national attention. This is ridiculous. We're going to have to come up with a federal law. This guy violated and arrested him and arrest him. Yeah. Yeah. Because the state was letting the guy who just stabbed a major political figure, letting the guy walk around. So the feds on noon on Saturday came and arrested the dude. Wow. Wow. Yeah. This story. (laughs) Excuse me. I have the COVID uh, literally. Story out of L.A. This guy, this crazy homeless guy has attacked women physically, sometimes with a weapon, over and over again, and they keep letting him out. Obviously, they'll just keep letting him out till he kills some poor woman, and then they'll put him in jail. So there's law and order in L.A. under George Gascon. You can hurt as many people as you want. Go ahead. Just if you kill somebody, we'll have to put you in jail for a time. But it's unbelievable. they're talking to the victims, how terrifying and painful it was, and the rest of it. And then they find out, this guy's done this over and over again. It's just, it's outrageous. We cannot prosecute our weight out of the desperation that we have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Some street person stabbing you as you walk by them is not of uh, economic desperation. Yeah, right. Right. So uh, there's really kind of a sweet story about the only universal language. Well, a smile, Jack, is a universal language, right? Isn't that what they say? Money. Um, Money? What? Money's universal language. But in an ambitious cross-cultural study, researchers found that adults around the world speak and sing to babies in very, very similar ways. And I'm not going to attempt to imitate it because we have some fabulous tape, but... uh, Researchers recently determined that this sing-songy baby talk, more technically known as parentese, hmm. yeah, I had no idea, uh, seems to be nearly universal to humans around the world. In the most wide-ranging study of its kind, more than 40 scientists helped to gather and analyze more than 1,600 voice recordings from 410 parents on six continents in 18 languages from diverse communities, rural and urban. Isolated and cosmopolitan, internet savvy and completely off the grid, from hunter-gatherers in Tanzania to urban dwellers in Beijing. And uh, they found that in every one of those cultures, parents spoke and sang to their infants, uh, differed from the way they communicated with adults, but that those differences were profoundly similar from group to group. For instance, this is one of the hunter-gatherer folks in Tanzania singing to his infant in clip number 10. Catchy tune. Sounds like the sort of thing Paul Simon would exploit for millions of dollars. Oh, shut up. Uh, Now, here's a uh, mother in (laughs) Beijing singing to her baby. Lilting melody, major key, uh, higher-pitched voice. So I assume the implication here is that we have some sort of innate, genetic, programmed, deep-in-our-brain thing to to talk to babies that way. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I I actually have a conclusion to make in a minute, but uh, a couple more examples. Here's a mother in a rural town in uh, Poland speaking to her infant. Julka, hello. Hello, popatrz, co tam jest. Popatrz, co tam jest. Co tu mamy? Tutaj ma mama. Popatrz, jakie to jest fajne. Widzisz? Popatrz, jakie fajne. Tu, tu, tu patrzymy na mamę. Halo, Jula, Julka. Popatrz, jak to fajnie wygląda. Co to jest? We get the idea. That's fine. And um, uh, that that high-pitched, lilting, gentle consonant thing is universal. Corner to corner of the globe. It's it's quite amazing. And it, it's so nuts to me. But then, as you pointed out, it feels like four days. The intelligentsia, at least in the United States, have abandoned the idea that, whoa, whoa, what connects us is way more important than, than the small differences. Skin tone? Are you kidding? We can't be obsessed with the color of people's skin or, or the shape of their eyes or what have you. We're all human beings. We all speak to our babies the same way. We all cry when we're sad. We all laugh when we're amused. We all p- protect those we love. We're, the differences are inconsequential. Now we're supposed to obsess over those differences all the time and pigeonhole everybody uh, uh, according to them. And uh, again, it's happened in the blink of an eye, according to our intellectual overlords, who are a bunch of sick Fs, if you ask me. Wow. Because I've got the COVID, so I've got no filter. <laughs> we just went from cute little baby talk to you're a bunch of sick expletives. Yes. You know, pretty quickly. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I think that which is true and beautiful and and life-affirming is being crushed by the aforementioned sick Fs. I think the damage they're doing is horrific. Coming up, Poisoned by Neighbors, the Jack Armstrong story. Wow. Wow. But you're not dead, huh? Apparently not. I should have uh, have given more specific instructions to your neighbors. (laughs) Uh, so a uh, quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Speaking of neighbors, most of your neighbors are probably nice people. And like you, they're tired of getting their stuff broken into and stolen and the rest of it. Randos and junkies and whoever else is ooching about. Uh, porch pirates. Simply Safe offers comprehensive protection, not only against intruders and burglary, but also against expensive home hazards like flooding and fires, California. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so all kinds of different emergency help 24-7 from Simply Safe for about a dollar a day. And you go to the website, you click around, you customize it to your home. It comes to you. You set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. Yet a whole bunch of publications have said this is the best home security system you can get. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, and you're not locked into a contract. I've known so many people that are in a two-year contract with a system they do not use because they don't like it or it's too complicated. Not with Simply Safe. Nope. Get in touch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus twenty percent off with interactive monitoring. Check out that wireless outdoor camera. Go to simplysafe.com/armstrong. So the, I had a go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say the California Lottery, whatever it's called. Uh, is uh, about seven hundred some million dollars right now. I don't play the lottery, so I don't oh, pay attention. To, that I'm is a in. chunk of money right there. Hundred million dollars. I won't cross the street for that. Oh. Seven hundred. Now you got my attention. Exactly. Hey, I was about to say I had a super interesting conversation with my doctor that I meant to mention. Um, my doctor's office because I'd emailed them and uh, said, "Hey, I got the vid. Do you recommend Paxlovid or a similar antiviral?" 
And one of his assistants called me back, and we had a rather a long, nice chat. And and he said, um, number one, you know, if, <laughs> with your age and your state of health, um, you're probably going to recover just fine. I told him, yeah, my fever's down. So he said, yeah, you're on the mend. You're, you're good. But he said, number one, just call your pharmacy. Now, CVS, for whatever reason, won't do this. But all the other pharmacies, just call the pharmacy, say, I got the vid, I want some Paxlovid, and they can prescribe it to you. I This is completely new news to me. I had no idea of this. Well, right. And, and I said, you know, I was clicking around on the government websites, and they said, yes, that's true, but the pharmacist needs to see various blood work, liver function, kidney function, blah, blah, blah. He said, no, 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 that's, that's not true anymore. Oh, see, I didn't know so, that. Everything's so freaking out date so anyway if you want it you can call your pharmacist but wait there's more there, there's more than this okay. yes he said most of our patients have got who've gotten paxlovid say they wish they hadn't oh boy lots of side effects you have to take a bunch of pills at once makes you feel awful the covid might come back anyway and he said most mm. people in our practice who've taken it say they wish they hadn't now that's one uh medical professionals opinion the uh what do they say the uh, plural of anecdote is not data um but i thought that was really interesting he said no you're going to be great uh, i would not recommend it interesting okay boy see that's different information than i thought a week ago I mean, oh, yeah. it's just incredible yeah all right well, and, uh, and, and in my sickened state, I watched those freaking unwatchable Sunday news shows, including old Ashish Jha, the uh, the White House uh, COVID coordinator dude, the, the head of dealing with COVID. Um, and he never said anything about any of that stuff. Me, the sick guy. There was nothing for me. It was all freaking politics. So one of the Google co-founders gave Elon... $500 million or something like that? When Tesla was really struggling to keep it afloat, Elon repays him by having sex with his wife. Oh! Is that the story? <laughs> well, it's a little more complicated it than is. that. It is more complicated than that, although that is not inaccurate, what I just said. Yeah, it makes like succession and billions and all those uh, industrialist soap opera shows look tame. Yeah. So uh, Russia not, doesn't understand what a ceasefire means and all kinds of different things on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last one still stinging. The U.S. will hand off first. It's T.T. Terry and Sharika Jackson. Here comes Jamaica running the United States down. Can Tanisha Terry hang on? You betcha she can. Team USA world champions. That was in the 400-meter regular hurdles. Was that just running? But anyway, our, uh, our track team is absolutely uh, kicking it. And killing, although me and nobody else pays attention to track and field unless it's the Olympics. But the next Olympics go-round, we should have a pretty good team, including some woman for the United States the other day. She ran the hurdles. Only six women have ever run the 400 faster without hurdles than she ran it with hurdles. That's how much faster than she is everybody else. Quite amazing. Wow. Now, I, I've, I could never get over the hurdles, so I don't know. I mean, that's obviously impressive. I don't know if it's like somewhat impressive or just crazy impressive. Well, your first hurdle is <laughs> that thing right there, the kind of wood and metal thing. That's your first hurdle. Uh, that and uh, uh, your ability to bend and jump. That's another hurdle. Um, 100-year anniversary today. 100 years ago today, the very first radio ad played on a radio station. Uh, not the first radio station, some other radio station on this day in 1922 thought, I wonder if we could charge somebody 40 bucks for 15 minutes of talking about their product. And they did. And that was your first radio commercial. I know I learned about this in a radio class. Excuse me, I'm coughing. I have the COVID. Um, literally, in case you're just tuning in, um, which is why I'm at my home studio coughing. You know, I've been doing some really well so far. I'm on a cough suppressant. Anyway, ah, uh, der. Uh, I remember learning in radio class. What was it? A was it for like a tire or? I learned what that first commercial was. I can't remember now. Well, Secretarial probably, school, pro- <laughs> probably something like that. Incredibly S- wide ties. I can't remember. So the Wall Street Journal reports on business mostly, although it does everything like most newspapers. But they're they're a business newspaper. They're seen as the leading world's leading business newspaper. Had a very, the, very serious publication. And it's a very serious newspaper that had the cheating bombshell story over the weekend that billionaire, well, the, the headline being billionaire playboy Elon Musk had had an affair with the wife of his friend, Google co-founder, who had given him a whole bunch of money when his uh, Tesla company was in trouble, by the way. Uh, Elon's the world's richest man with 280-some billion dollars. This putz, Bryn, with Google, only has $95 billion dollars. <laughs> billion, and you didn't even know his name till now. I mean, that's just absolutely amazing. Well, honestly, I think if you don't know the name Sergey Brin, you've not followed tech at all in the last 20 years. I didn't know the name. Okay. Um, But this it's just, I don't know, not one of those names I 
would commit to memory and probably still mm. won't. You can tell me about it tomorrow, and I still won't know his name. Um, but anyway, so Elon used to sleep on their couch, uh, couch surfing as a super rich. You can sleep on my couch. You cannot sleep on my wife. <laughs> Which apparently he did. Um, I don't know. I don't, why is it? Why is it a business story though? Why would that? That's my biggest question. Why was that in the Wall Street Journal? Was there well, is there a business is business significance to this, or just that they're business super heavyweights? It's their world. It's like Sports Illustrated reports on a NFL player becoming a drug addict. They're not a drug. Elon newspaper. becoming a drug addict. I would consider a business story. Elon having slept with some other guy, rich guy's wife, I don't consider a business story. But it was in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, the little gal in question, Nicole Shanahan, uh, who allegedly had a brief fling with the Tesla CEO, is really an interesting uh, lady. She grew up in poverty. Uh, her mentally ill dad and her mom was, I can't remember something or other, neither one of them ever had a job. Um, and, and she just was kind of a self-made woman and is now a mover and a shaker and a lawyer and the rest of it. Um, and, and a bit of a cutie. Uh, but now Elon is denying the affair, Jack. Oh, a that's twist interesting. just out this morning. Um, I thought the story kind of ended to me because I read the first couple of paragraphs because I'm like most humans. I get interested in this sort of titillating thing, even though it has no relevance to my life whatsoever. When it said they were separated at the time. Okay, well, that's a slightly different story then. They were separated but living together. But in a late Sunday evening tweet, Musk said the recent Wall Street Journal report alleging he was the cause of the divorce is total BS. Well, wait a minute. Don't BS a BS, or that's a different question. Yeah, cause of the Whether divorce. Was... Well, if, no, if they were already separated, not, no, I, th- I understand exactly what he's saying, because that was sort of the implication. Um, no, they were already separated over some other problems. They didn't agree on COVID policy or something like that. They'd gotten in a big fight, and uh, and uh, but they were separated, and so who knows. But wait, there's more. You keep jumping in. There's more. I, I tell you, there's more. Oh, uh, let's say this is total BS. Sergey and I are friends and we're at a party together last night, Musk tweeted. Uh, again, irrelevant. Uh, but here's relevant. <laughs> here's relevant. I've only seen Nicole twice in three years, both times with many other people around. Nothing romantic. He called the alleged affair story third-party random hearsay. He also called the Wall Street Journal sub-tabloid. Wall Street Journal is supposed to have a high standard for journalism. Right now, they are way sub-tabloid. WSJ should be running stories that actually matter to their readers and have solid factual basis, not third-party random hearsay. Of course, he might just be uh, being a gentleman. There's no, there's no. no universal law saying, oh, yeah, I, I hit that. No, no, quite, sh- quite the contrary. You shouldn't be talking about that, actually. Hey, it's a very good point. The world's richest man with the world's most valuable company told the world's leading business newspaper that they're sub-tabloid, though. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.